Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. 104.7 The Cave. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, back together on Friday. Hopefully this is the last time we got to do it this way. Next week, I'm buying you a drink in the studio, Ned Reynolds, this morning. And uh, we've got probably the biggest Red Friday of the season. Chiefs host the AFC Championship game for the fourth time in a row. First time that's ever been done in the NFL as far as at their home turf. And I've got my red on. I know it's early, but hopefully you've got your red on. How are the Chiefs looking injury-wise, Ned, going into this game? First of all, I accept that drink. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Like I like you'd tell me no. I, uh, <laughs> I think the whole world knew you were you were nodding your head. Yes, <laughs> he still is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. On this on this remote viewer, you can see me. I'm not. Yeah, he's head, he's man. definitely nodding. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, it looks like the Chiefs are at very good strength. The Tyran Matthew did practice yesterday, so did Rashad Fenton, and that really has to bode well. The Chiefs need those guys in a defensive backfield. The Chiefs are a really person for person, a better team than the Cincinnati Bengals, in my opinion. I think the Chiefs are the better team in the NFL than anybody else. But you never can tell what will happen in a football game, and with the high-powered explosive team that the Bengals are. There can be problems, but the game is at home. The Chiefs are a seven and a half point favorite. Over-under is about 54. So the money guys are thinking it'll be a pretty high scoring game. But yes, I think the Chiefs are in full strength and ready to go. That's what I want to hear. And we're going to need everyone we absolutely can get on that field to uh, leave it all on the field on Sunday afternoon at Arrowhead. Now, let's uh, switch gears here for a second. And there were some uh, announcements yesterday. It was pretty quick. I mean, considering the fact that we're still in the regular seat or postseason, uh, two teams have announced they have hired new head coaches. Who are they and where are they working? This is the first one I find to be extremely interesting. It's Nathaniel Hackett. He is going to the Denver Broncos as their new head coach. Who is Nathaniel Hackett? Well, he happened to be the offensive coordinator with the Green Bay Packers. Whoa, now wait just a minute. Does that mean that maybe Aaron Rodgers might be considering a shift in teams? You know, he has that option. He can do that. The Packers gave him that option last year. And now here's his offensive coach going to Denver. That's a team that I predicted that Aaron would go to. Well, we'll wait and see what happens. But certainly one who is going is Nathaniel Hackett. He is the Broncos' new coach. The other one is Matt Eberfluss. He is going to be the new head coach of the Chicago Bears. Mr. Eberfluss had been the defensive coordinator with the Indianapolis Colts. So the Bears do need some help defensively. They need a lot of help, as a matter of fact. But over and above that, we'll see what happens with the front office decisions to be made here. Denver and Chicago get new coaches. There are still vacancies out there, including the Jacksonville Jaguars. Their choice is going to be extremely interesting. Some new blood in the coaches' pool, which is nice to see. I've got a, a, several buddies uh, that are Bears fans, and I think I saw them post with the question mark, who? <laughs> After they announced that yesterday. Um, but you never know, man. Um, you got you to gotta try something. And uh, really, uh, they, some teams can only go up. So we'll see what happens. Back to the Chiefs and the Bengals this Sunday. Uh, the last time the Chiefs faced the Bengals, um, obviously we got the L and Joe Burrow, had one hell of a game with uh, at least one other receiver. Um, what was his numbers in that game, Ned? Burrow's numbers were unbelievable, as a matter of fact, and it was the day after New Year's, January 2nd, when they played over in Cincinnati. 446 yards against the Chiefs, four touchdowns. He was sacked 
four times. When the game last week against the Tennessee Titans, Joe Burrow was sacked nine times. That's an all-time record and still won the game. Well, he does have, he being uh, Burrow, a really good core of receivers. Uh, Jamar Chase is really among them. He's a, he's a top-level receiver, and, and he was Burrow's teammate at LSU, so they have a connection. He caught 11 passes against the Chiefs. Well, the Chiefs were a little bit compromised at that time, you might remember. I think so. That may be a little bit misleading. And the Chiefs themselves had a 28-14 lead at the half in that game in Cincinnati. And then just went dormant for some reason. Mahomes only had 259 yards um, in passing with a couple of touchdowns. I don't think that's going to happen this time, Joe. Or Mike, I should say. It is... It is an altogether different level here. This is the championship, the AFC title game. The Bengals haven't been there since 1988. As you mentioned earlier, Mike, this is the Chiefs' fourth consecutive bid for an AFC title. That's pretty good. They have the experience. They have basically all the same players. I I think Kansas City has a very big game coming up on Sunday. I agree with you there. 110% it has to be that way. Um, You know, the other thing, uh, there was a couple... Um, stats that came out yesterday, uh, one that was very, very interesting, and that was uh, Patrick Mahomes' heart rate yeah, during so- that last uh, that last drive. Did you, you did you see that? That is just un- unbelievable. The other stat that I saw that I thought was just unreal was when the Chiefs are like a five percent chance of winning. Their their record is unbelievable against the league's record of like a one in thirty eight. The Chiefs are like in the winning column. So it you, it you know the kids know it. You've heard the stories all week of these little kids that are saying that clock doesn't say zero yet. Well, you know what? It doesn't matter with the Chiefs as long as there's time. There's always a way. Internet Ned and Mike the intern back in the <laughs> studio this morning to talk sports. Uh, we did have a couple local college games yesterday. Is that right, Ned? Do we get dubs? We did, and both both got W's, and you just called it. You know you're in 2022 when it's Internet Ned. I don't even know how to spell Internet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we did have a couple of big victories. The Lady Bears, who are, even though compromised physically as far as their two of their top players being out for the year, still went into Evansville last night and just slaughtered the Evansville Lady Aces 82-35. to Scored at the first quarter. Well, it was 26 to 10. The Lady Bears just got off to a rocket start in this game. Abby Jackson with a really big game. She she was the leading scorer for the Lady Bears with 25 points. Lady Bears are now 14 and four overall and five and two. I beg your pardon. There, uh, yeah, five and two in the Missouri Valley Conference. Evansville is one and six in the Missouri Valley Conference and seven and 11 overall. They're, they're just really not a good team. Neither one. I don't know what's happened over there, Mike, in all honesty, with the Evansville program. The Evansville men's team, the Aces, hey, they were a national power in uh, uh, at small college level, yes, but also at a large level. They've been to the NCAA a number of times. They're really suffering. They're here to play the Bears tomorrow night. And the ladies' team, not, not a whole lot better. Their programs have suffered. Meanwhile, at the O'Reilly Family Events Center, the Lady Panthers of Drury knocked off Maryville from St. Louis, 75 to 49. That score was 31 to 11 after the first quarter. And the Lady Panthers are rolling. They're getting back to really full strength, should get their leading scorer back at some time in mid-February. They're going to be a tough item to handle as the 
rest of the season and postseason shapes up. So we had two big victories, Lady Bears over Evansville, Drury Lady Panthers over Maryville. Love starting a weekend off with some dubs, Ned. Tell me some more uh, winning stories. How the uh, owners and players getting along right now? Any any movement there? Very, very limited yesterday. But then again, when they got together, the uh, discussion on the agenda was not the big money items that have been the block. That's still being worked out. These were peripheral issues, and you knew these were probably going to be passed somewhere along the line. Uh, the little deal about the designated hitter in the National League, that looks like it's a foregone conclusion, and some of the other surrounding issues. But in terms of the big the big barriers between these two programs, no, that was not discussed. I think one side, the players, are perhaps waiting for another offer from the owners. We'll see what happens, but they better doggone well get something done in a hurry. Let's hope for an early uh, Valentine's Day gift from the owners to the players. Maybe some roses or some chocolates or something. <laughs> Sweeten that deal up just a little bit so we can get back to work. Uh, we are hopefully going to have a dub on Sunday. Chiefs, Bengals, AFC Championship, Arrowhead, and a lot of people going. If you are going, be safe, be loud. Make Joe Burrow regret he ever said that SEC stadiums are louder than Arrowhead stadiums. Make him regret that. If you heard anything we talked about, I'm telling you right now, make him regret that comment. Ned Talk starts at 11, right, Ned? It does. 11 o'clock is the first, and it's a little bit out of the norm, folks, because this is a 2 o'clock kickoff. And it's 11 o'clock. We'll have our one-hour pregame show here in town. Then join one of the two networks. I'm not sure which one is first. Is it Chiefs the- Radio Network is where we'll go first. They will be uh, noon to one. And then, as we mentioned a couple weeks ago when we talked about the possibilities, um, due to NFL rights, streaming rights, all that stuff, Westwood One has the rights to broadcast the AFC Championship game. So we'll take them at 1 o'clock. We'll be with them up until post-game, and then we flip back to the Chiefs Radio Network so we can listen to Mitch and all those guys after the game. So They are, they be are a the big, rules, folks. Yep, that's, it, that's the way things are. Nothing we can do about it, but hey, at least we have the game, and I will never complain about that. And uh, it's going to be a great one, whether you're going, whether you're here with your kids or your family or whatever. Get your red on, get loud. Ned Talk starts at 11. Do not miss the most important part of the broadcast before <laughs> the game. Absolutely. It's a two o'clock kickoff. You're right. And we will not be doing that on the internet. I can I can guarantee you that. Ned, you have a wonderful day and go Chiefs. Have a great weekend, man.